At one time or another, we all find ourselves walking along restless shores. I just started Gerald Posner's Pharma to get some insight about my plan with Root Pharmaceuticals. I can escape from Milton by just putting on my headphones. I bet you want to escape too. Go to the Restless Shores website at www.restless-shores.com and click on the Audible link for a 30-day free trial to Audible. Welcome to our program. Previously on Restless Shores, Alan Woodward was forced to resign as CEO of Luna Cosmetics. In today's episode, two of the architects of Alan's downfall, Regina Miranda and Elise Geltz, are in bed together, staying up too late, thinking about things. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, I totally believe you. I'm just thinking about things. What things? You know, just everything that's happened. That covers a lot of ground, babe. We live kind of eventful lives. Not on purpose. I didn't say it was on purpose. But I guess that's part of it. Part of what? Part of what I'm thinking about. You're thinking about the fact that we lead eventful lives? I'm thinking about the reasons we lead eventful lives. And what reasons are those? I don't know. But I'm wondering. You're wondering what? I'm wondering whether or not I'm a good person. Are you serious? Well, yeah. What brought this on? I don't know. Between losing the job at Luna and losing the baby. You're getting your job back at Luna and we're going to get the baby back. You don't know that. I do know it. There's no way Lily Bello gets to keep our baby. No way on earth. All the things we've done, Regina. The lying, the trickery, the deceit. Maybe all this, all that's happened, maybe it's God's punishment. You're not serious. I am. Kind of, yeah. Elise, God isn't punishing you. I think he knows you do a fine job of that all on your own. We've lied to everybody we know, Regina. You just described every single person on the face of the earth. Come on. No, you come on. Nobody is completely honest all the time. Everybody lies to the people they know. Everybody. The point is to do your best. Don't you think you've done that? I don't know. You're a good person, Elise. Trust me. You've never hurt anybody in your life. And you never will. What about Alan Woodward? Did he deserve what happened to him? Let me ask you this, in your honest opinion, being as objective as you possibly can be, who's the best person to run Luna Cosmetics, you or Alan Woodward? Well, <sighs> me. See? There you go. We're doing what's best for the company, and what's best for you, and what's best for us, which makes us no different from anybody. I feel like maybe... Maybe I don't deserve any of it. You don't deserve to be happy? I don't know. Everyone deserves to be happy, babe. And everything we've done up until now, well, we were just doing what had to be done, weren't we? You didn't deserve to lose that job. You didn't deserve to lose that baby. 
Those two things alone were the result of Lily Bellow's treachery, the crazy bitch, and that's my fault. I'm the one who brought Lily Bellow into your life. Lily Bellow came into my life because somebody else tried to kill me. I mean, why does that kind of thing keep happening? Am I bringing it on myself? Is it something I'm doing? Something that makes these people hate me so much? Babe, that's ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, but I do know. You're a good person, Elise. Of course you're a good person. You're the best person I know. (laughs) Then you must know some truly terrible people. A few, I'll admit. But I also know some great ones. And trust me, you're the best of the best. Meanwhile, another couple, Miguel Rios and Rhonda Roop, also find themselves in bed together, staying up too late, thinking about things. Are you okay, Rhonda? I'm fine. I'm just, you know, thinking about things. What things? Oh, I don't know. Just all the unknowns, I guess. Unknowns? There's just so many unknowns. So many things we just don't know. Like what? Will we be okay? Will Caleb and Rose be okay? Sure we will, as long as we are together. But will we always be together? Of course we will. There's also this drug trial we're starting tomorrow. Uriah seems to think we're going to change the world. What do you think? I don't know. I want so badly for it to be true. And at the same time, I am so terrified that it won't be true. If it isn't, you'll try again. You're right, you're right. We will. But... But what? There's this one guy, Simon, one of the volunteers with cancer. He... he... What is it, Rhonda? He just got to me, I guess. He's just so young and so sick, and he just got to me, which is silly, I know. I mean, I've spoken to hundreds of drug trial volunteers over the years, literally hundreds, And I really never thought too much about any of them one way or another. But this one, this one, he just got to me. That can happen sometimes, can't he? He has a little girl. Did I tell you that? He has a baby girl. This is a good thing you're doing, you and Araya. Her name is Zoe. It's a very good thing you're doing. I hope so. You're trying, Rhonda. That's all you can do. That's all any of us can do. Yeah. What else? What do you mean? You say there were so many unknowns you were thinking about. What's another of those unknowns? Well, the big one is, I'm very worried about what Milton's going to do. Milton will do whatever he's going to do. We can't worry about it. But don't you see? We have to worry about it. I've seen firsthand just how nasty Milton can be towards his enemies. We are not his enemies, Rhonda. We're his enemies if he thinks we're his enemies. And trust me, Milton thinks we're his enemies. Whatever he throws at us, we'll deal with it. Together. I hope we can. We can. I know we can. I just wish I knew where he was right now. 
it's so strange having him be out there somewhere, not knowing where he is. I just wish... Where are you, Milton? As it happens, Milton Roop is, at this very moment, standing outside the entrance of his former company, Roop Pharmaceuticals. Unusually for such a high-profile figure, billionaire, criminal suspect, and governor of the state, he is completely alone, accompanied by no one. No staff, no driver, no press, no witnesses. That last one is particularly important for what he has in mind this night. Not smart, Uriah, not changing the security code after I left the company. Quite careless. Quite careless indeed. Uriah. More like usurper, that little do-gooder. He thinks he can take my company. My company. And just slash drug prices without my okay. And now, now, he wants to eliminate the need for cancer treatments altogether. He wants to change the world. Wants to wipe cancer off the face of the earth. Cancer, the most profitable affliction known to man, wiped out. Never mind where that leaves my company. Never mind where it leaves me. Well, we'll just see about that, won't we? Oh, yes. We're gonna see about that. Hours later, Milton Roop emerges from Roop Pharmaceuticals as surreptitiously as he entered. This time, however, there is a witness. As Milton exits the building, a figure steps out of the shadows and quietly approaches him. Hello, Milton. Magnus Carlyle. Milton, wait! (coughs) Please, I have something you want. Oh, (coughs) thank you for letting go of my neck. Give me one good reason why I shouldn't kill you, Magnus. (laughs) I know you have reason to hate me. Reason to hate you? You kidnapped me. You tortured me, brainwashed me. You killed my only son. Harlan wasn't your biological son. I know it's important to you. So you want to know? Yes. I worked that out for myself, actually. Very recently. I am truly sorry Harlan was killed in the blast, even if he wasn't your biological son. Larry Donovan and I were trying to get you, of course, but our hatred may have carried us too far. May have? (laughs) That's the thing about hatred, Milton. Once you let it take over, you're no longer responsible for your own actions. Well, I hold you responsible for your actions, Magnus, and I'm five seconds away from finishing what I just started. It will give me a small measure of satisfaction, I think, to watch the life drain from your eyes as I choke you to death with my bare hands. You could do that, I suppose. I suppose you have every right to. You suppose correctly. And maybe it will come to that still. But before you do, 
I have something you want. You said that already. I don't believe you. What could you possibly have that I would want? Immortality. Immortality? What exactly does Magnus Carlyle mean by immortality? Will Milton Roop let go of his rage long enough to hear him out? And what did Milton do in the Roop Pharmaceuticals building? Tune in next time to Restless Shores. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment to leave a review. This episode of Restless Shores was written by Greg Tulinen and Drew Massey and directed by Tom Hinton. Regina Miranda was played by Julie Poulin. Elise Geltz was played by Emily Groats. Miguel Rios was played by Aaron Sanchez. Rhonda Roop was played by Denise Shannon. Milton Roop was played by Zach Hogkamp. Magnus Carlyle was played by Mike Rowe. I'm Chris Newcomb. Restless Shores is a production of New Meadows Media and is intended for the non-commercial use of listeners. All rights reserved. Until next time, stay restless.